Elliot Goldstein is hosting a radio and podcast show out of New Mexico called NMDJ Presents Fly on the Wall. We are building a fresh, fabulous podcast library of musicians, writers, artists, and all good people of note, with many new and exciting guests to come. We are listener-funded. If you would like to assist our Venmo info is New Mexico DJ service. The PayPal info is New Mexico DJ service at gmail.com. We appreciate your help. We would like to thank Alan Gower for the intro music. Enjoyed the show. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Fly on the Wall podcast. I'd like to tell you how I got started. Um, I really had no idea on um, the beginnings of what had even where to start. And I stumbled upon Anchor by Spotify. And it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And I'll explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And um, when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast automatically on listening platforms. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on other uh, platforms. And it, Anchor made it so simple. And um, it's all in one place. Everything you need to make a podcast, you can find in one place. And um, the amazing part is it's all free. So um, there is no uh, downside to any of this. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. And again, it's the Anchor app or go anchor.fm. And it's real easy to get started. And um, thank you for listening to Fly on the Wall and uh, back to the show. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Not Your Mother's Radio is listener-funded. If you wish to assist and help keep the station active, funds can be sent via PayPal to Elliot. Is. Not. Your. Mother. At. Gmail.com. Remember, there is only one L and one T in Elliot. Thank you for your assistance. It is appreciated. I don't have to do that, you know. I don't have to show up here. With my vast financial holdings, I could have been basking in the sun in Florida. This is just a hobby for me. Nothing, you hear? A hobby.
Chernoff is an American musician, songwriter and record producer. He is a founding member of the Dictators, one of the original New York punk bands, in which he wrote nearly all of the songs, played bass guitar and keyboards, and sang backing vocals and occasional leads. He has been involved with a variety of other musical projects, most notably Manitoba's Wild Kingdom and Joey Ramone's first studio album, Don't Worry About Me. He additionally co-wrote four Ramones songs with Joey. Chernoff's current projects include garage rock band The Master Plan, featuring members of the Flesh Tones and the Waxing Poetics. In the fall of 2009, he embarked upon a series of solo shows playing songs he wrote or co-wrote and telling the stories behind them. In the spring of 2010, those shows would become When Giants Walked the Earth a musical memoir with 50 tour dates in the eastern U.S. and Canada. Chernoff sang California Sun in the official Major League Baseball promotional video for the 2010 All-Star Game. On March 24, 2012 Andy played the Reason Rally, the largest secular gathering in American history, on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. He released his first solo EP Don't Fade Away in October 2012. A follow-up EP, on the first day Man Created God, was released in February 2013. So let's join Andy in New York and Elliot in the hills of New Mexico and let the show begin. And remember it all started at CBGB's. Please stay safe and remember to be nice to each other. Okay, so um, I'd like to introduce everybody to Andy Chernoff. And Andy's been um, a fixture of the New York punk scene for quite a while now. In fact, you were probably um, the first real punk band out there, right? Uh, they say that. We were before yeah. the Ramones. Our yeah. came out before the Ramones. Uh, we were wearing the jeans, sneakers, and leather jacket things when... Uh, Ramones were still on their glam clothing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we did California Sun before them. Right. Did the Haze before them. A great, a great version of I Got You, Babe. Yeah. There's a lot of, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, but, um, they were a little more focused. You know, dictators were a little more all over the map. Yeah. Uh, musically. Yeah. yeah. And, um, um, Girl Crazy is a great album. It, it, it's still one of my favorite albums after, um, oh, thank you so much.
Oh well, I'm going out west where I belong. Oh well, the days are short and the nights are long. Oh well, 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 I walk and I walk and I run and I run and I fly and I fly and I pull the loop. Oh, well, I'm going out west down on the coast. Oh, yeah, the Santa Rosa chicks, man, the real most. Oh, well, 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 I jerk. And I jerk. And I monkey. And I monkey. And I fruit. And I fruit. And I fruit. And I fruit. Well, the girls are frisky and old Frisco. Yeah, pretty little chick, man, wherever I go. Oh, whoa, 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 I'm mouse. And I'm mouse. And I'm robot. And I'm robot. And I twist. And I twist. And I shift my kuba. Well, I'm out there having fun. In the warm California sun. Well, I'm after I don't know how many listenings, and I was so happy when it was um, remastered and, and uh, re-released with all the uh, additional cuts on it, it just made it that much right. better. But it's a great, great album, and it really was. Yeah, there were some. Uh, you know, it was some remixes also. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Andrew WK. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There was some. Um, some great stuff on that album, and uh, I'll get to play it. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll play it and get it on later. Also, um, that was a prototype punk album. It really was. And, um, you know, you um, obviously were the main songwriter. Um, do you consider the Dictators predominantly your band? Were you the uh, leader of that band? I'm the leader of the band, but, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, the other guys are essential. I, oh, yeah, yeah, band, yeah, yeah. But you couldn't get. about the band, everybody's putting in their thing, you know, if it was yeah. all me, it would sound like my solo records. Yes, and, but it, you kind of led the direction, right? They kind of, you kind of... Oh, yeah. Yeah, good, yeah. So well, I write um, the music. You know, the music, a band is only as good as the songs. Yeah. You know, I write the songs. Yeah, and it was great. Um, you wrote just about all the songs that the Dictators covered, you know, did over the career on, on all the uh, recordings. Um, obviously, you um, kind of gave them the direction, and... Um, it, the dictators were great, and um, are you, are the dictators doing anything now? I know you're doing uh, Wild Kingdom, Manitoba's Wild Kingdom, but uh, oh, that was that was uh, that was thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah. But yes, the dictators actually are making a new record, and I, ex- I expect to have a new song 
released in maybe six weeks if they're lucky. Oh, good. Uh, we have four tracks recorded, and we're going to release uh, slowly. I don't know if it doesn't seem to make any sense to release an album right now. No. So um, uh, we'll have a new song out pretty soon. Cool. And um, who, who's in the band now? Who, who are you working with? It's uh, me, Scott Ross, uh-huh. and on the drums, Albert Bouchard. Oh, okay, cool. So um, it'll have that dictator sound. So let's go, let's go back now. You um, you obviously grew up in New York. You're a New Yorker, like myself. And um, how how did you get involved in uh, music? What what made you start your uh, long journey in the music biz? Well, I I um, my mother's the mother's side of my family was musical. My mother played uh, guitar. I had an aunt. Her, her, who was a uh, music teacher. Uh, my uncle was a singer and played piano. There was a piano in the house. You know, I took lessons as a kid. They tried to get me to play clarinet. Yeah. They tried to get me to play piano. Yep. But my piano teacher was this guy, Arnold Friedman. You ever see the movie Capturing the Friedmans? Sure. Wow. Well, he was my piano teacher. <laughs> well, that, 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 that explains a lot. <laughs> Or a little. Or a little. Uh, I did about. Uh, I didn't take that many lessons. I didn't enjoy his his lessons. So, um, uh-huh. by the way, if anybody saw the movie, he was a child. Uh, he was a. He was a. He was attracted to young children, and the right. movie is a question: Was he an actual pedophile or not? Yeah, alleged. But, but very, you might want to check it. Yeah, yeah alleged. But, well, I know he went to prison for it, but yes. uh, there are there are questions as to whether he actually enacted on his uh, urges. Right. But, um, so I had music in the, I had a guitar in the house, there were pianos in the house, and I, I, you know, was, you know, I was, my life as a kid was, I would go to school, I would go to the playground, play basketball all afternoon until it got dark, and I'd come home and I'd listen to music, and on the weekends I'd listen to music, and I'd go buy music, and then yeah. when I was old enough I would go to concerts, go to the Fillmore East, uh, you know, and I would, to get to Fillmore East, I, even though I was in New York, I had to take a walk five minutes, take a bus, a 20-30 minute bus ride to the subway for a 30-40 minute ride to Lower East Side. It was a bit, bit of a haul because I right. was in Queens. Yeah, well, um, we, we, we had the same um, um, upbringing. I grew up in Queens, too. Um, and and uh, I think we're about the same age. I was born in 55. And um, I, I, I grew up in Laurelton. Remember Laurelton? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, You're south, but I'm north. North Queens is is the borough of rock. By the way, uh, one of my best friends in high school was named Elliot Goldstein. So you really, know, maybe you're the yeah. Oh, cool. That, he must be getting my mail because <laughs> I'm not getting it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I used to go to Fillmore too. But by that time, I was living on Long Island, so it took an extra hour, you know, than, than what you had to go through. But um, yeah. So I guess we had the same upbringing, like a middle class Jewish upbringing, and. Um, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, and um, yeah. I was a piano player too, and clarinet, but you sure uh, took it a lot further than I did. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I didn't play in bands in high school. It wasn't until um, I got to college and I was writing about music, Cream, and a few other magazine, We Magazine, and I had my own fanzine, Teenage Wings, Wasteland Gazette, uh-huh. and uh, I knew Ross. And Ross was playing in a band uh, that he was going to quit. He's he says to me, I'm going to quit. The, the band was called Total Crud. 
Yeah. Great, <laughs> great name. So I'm gonna, yeah, good name. Not great band, but good name. Uh-huh. I, I thought, by the way, total crud. Crud was two Ds. <laughs> had to be. Yeah. <laughs> That's even better, right? Yeah. Yeah, it had to be. So well, he stopped me and says, hey, I'm, I want to quit the band. I said, okay, um, I'll play bass. He goes, okay. And oh. literally, we'll get Scott on guitar. And uh, and that was the start of the band. Yeah. And we uh, we rented a house in Hunkson, New York, an abandoned farmhouse for $100 a month in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And we could do a whole slew of drummers. <coughs> and... Uh, yeah, uh, I did nothing all day except you know, yeah. what uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not a family. It's not a family. Music. We're not a family show. You could say anything you want. <laughs> well, you know, it's, yeah. We, we we did what what uh, teenage late nineteen twenty year olds did. Yeah. On their own in the middle of nowhere. Right, and, and bored, it, kind of bored. Well, we're, we're we're listening to records. Yeah. We played music all, every day. Uh-huh. You know. Um, we were, you know, we were doing drugs, having sure. girls, we were having a good time. Yeah. A great memory. Cool. And uh, eventually we had about 10 songs or so, and we invited um, Sandy Perlman up to see us. Yes, uh, Blue, Blue, Oyster, Blue Oyster Cold fame. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, uh, we met him through Richard Meltzer. Okay. And they, both, they all came up to see us, and they said, and Sandy goes, yeah, I like you, I'll get you a deal. And he got us a deal. If we weren't even a, 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 a band a year, I hadn't been playing bass a year. Wow. And he got wow. us a record deal. So it was a little quick. That's why the first album is a little kind of wacky. Yeah, but that album's great. You know, sound wise and you know, a lot of. Yeah, lot of it's off center. That's why it's so good. It's, it's off kilt a bit. Yeah. So uh, we, uh, we had we did some before we got song we did demos for uh, Epic Records right. and uh, we did five songs and those songs were released on the record every day Saturday on uh-huh. uh, Norton Records and the most popular song on Spotify up to a million views plays I mean is Master Race Rock <laughs> or demo tape yeah. over over the album cut well well. <laughs> Go figure. Which is kind of
that's the first album done. When did the Dick, uh, when did the Dick Manitoba get involved? <clears throat> he was our roadie. Yes. And he was our cook and our roadie. And um, uh, we used to, you know, we were like crazy. You know, just everything, we were making fun of everything, having a good time all the time. You know, we were not, we wanted to be a famous band, but we were fooling around all the time, making jokes, everything, making fun of everything. Yeah. And he would come up, and the encore while thing, and, you know, he, he was kind of getting attention, more attention than me. I'm not really the showboat kind of guy. Uh-huh. I'm more behind, I didn't know at the time, but over, I look over the past 40 years, what do I like doing? I like working in the studio, I like writing songs. Yeah. Um, and he did well, and our manager said, hey, why don't you make him the singer? And he, he sort of started off singing a few songs, and he did more, and uh, that's how it happened. Well, yeah, and, um, it was a great, great formula. It was, you know, it was kind of like uh, Keith Richards and Mick Jagger in, in some kind of uh, strange way, you know. Bizarre world. Yeah, yeah, in the bizarre <laughs> world, yeah. And I don't, I don't know if you know this, but I used to manage my father's place in Roslyn. Oh, sure. We played there many, yeah. many times. Yeah, yeah, I used to work with Epi. Remember Epi? I know Epi, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, Epi, you know, I worked for Epi, and... Um, you know, yep. from there, you know, I just went on to other things. But, um, yeah, I remember you guys coming in a lot, and, and you always put on a great show, always a lot of energy, and um, you um, um, you were pretty much involved with the Ramones, right? I mean, even just friend, you know, friend type thing. Yeah, well, well, we were friends, and at some point uh, uh, around when D.D. was quitting the band in the late 80s, um, Joey... He needed some help writing songs, and he was going out a few people. Right. And he asked me to help him, help you know. And and we, we did some songwriting, and he asked me to do some play, to play some stuff on some of their records. <clears throat> and then uh, when the band broke up, uh, he had a, a a band that I played in called it was called The Resistance. Right. And we did a few shows in, in the New York area, and then he did his solo record, and I played bass on his solo. Right, right, right. And um, uh, that band actually played out twice before he died. He was actually, it's a very sad story. I guess I might as well tell it. But um, he he had uh, some form of lymphoma. He was on medication. But he was, things were looking good. You know, things were getting positive. And he felt good enough to go out. And we did a show in November of, uh, uh, when did we play? 2000. When did he die? 2000. When did he die? 2001, right? One, yeah. yeah, one. Yeah. The show, November 2001, 2000, and December 2000 in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, some, there's some videotapes going around. And he felt good. And one day in December, he decided to go out for a walk. He had a OCD, and he had to go walk on the block five times, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You know? And he slipped and fell on the ice. And because the cancer medicine he was taking... Um, uh, made his bones weak. Yeah, he yeah. broke his hip, and they took so they had to take him off the cancer medicine to treat the the uh, hip, and his cancer just spread. Yeah. It, it, it's it's you know they couldn't get it back in, under control, and right, it was right. under control. He was feeling good, and things were looking kind of positive, you know. Oh, yeah, and he died. He died in April of uh, April fifteenth, yeah, in two thousand one. Yeah. Very. <laughs>
deserves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Sad story because, you know, uh, wow, I think of how my life would have been different, how the world would have been different if this, yeah. this, this, this great singer had survived and made more music and he made so many people happy. And, you know, yeah, how pe- would have been different. And people know the remote, know the remotes, but they don't know. Like, Joey was a real sweet guy. Oh, yeah. He was, uh, yeah. He had some issues. He had some uh, right. uh, OCD. He would, he would repeat things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, action. But he was his brain was sharp as a tack, right. and you know, as a kid, he was he was the outcast. Kids made fun of him, you know, blah blah blah. And he was shy early on, but he developed, uh, you know, in the Ramones over the years, he developed a, a very strong personality. Sure, and very very sweet guy. Yep. Um, you know, every love, you know, every love, Joey. Yeah, he yeah. loved his band. He loved making music. He loved the Ramones. You know, uh, you know. Yep. I, uh, you know, I knew him, and it was family. You know, his mother. His yeah, brother, still yeah. friends with his brother. You know. Yeah, he did some so, great. He did some great work with his brother too. There are a couple of great cuts out there. Yeah, I did. I I, I co-produced a record one called Sibling Rivalry. Yes, yes. Um, which was an uh, put on on uh, alternative technicals in the early nineties. Yeah, yeah. Did some good, did some great cover material too. Just stuff you wouldn't expect. I, I remember you did a version of a Bloodwind Pigs. Um, um, See my way. See yeah. my way. Yeah. 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 Great song, right? Yeah. Great. I mean, yeah. I thought Bloodwind Pig did it great till till he got his hands on it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. So um, cool. So um, you um, uh, you were pretty much a fixture downtown. You know, CBGBs and all that stuff. It was you know, you you kind of were associated with so many different acts that came through and um you left um the dictators for a bit came back as a keyboard player yep and um you know that was and then uh, you know obviously you took over the bass and, and everything else you were still doing all the writing still doing you know all, all the important stuff and um what 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 do you think made the dictators tick how, how did that whole thing just come together it, you, it was pretty much um you know you were proto-punk that you, you did bring punk into in, in, into the into the world so to speak well some people some people like uh, i think little steven calls us the missing link between yeah. glam and punk right because we weren't a glam band but you know uh, punk got defined by the ramones uh-huh you know yeah. downstroke really short song now lyrically, 
we were we were already doing what the Ramones were doing. Yes, you know, these obscure cultural uh, references and uh, you know, uh, yeah. goofy lyrics. We yeah, yeah. lyrically, we were you know, we I could say, hey, yeah, we were definitely have the Ramones and they helped define what punk rock is. But musically, the Ramones did, you know, and every band in England copied them. And the Clash and the Sex Pistols, their sound derives directly from the Ramones. Yeah, but the Ramones took something from you guys too. I well, mean, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't think we. I don't think we have as much an influence. As, well, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, okay. I think Ramones had much, much. Well, much well I'll, I'll give you more credit than you're giving yourself. How's that? But I think. Uh, All right, I'll take it. I'll yeah, take, take it. it. Take it. Yeah, and also, you know, what else is pretty funny. How many? Um, Jewish guys wound up in punk music, you know, doing punk. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. From New York. Yeah, yeah. Not only uh, that, it's from, uh, we don't talk about New York. Yeah, but even uh, over, or, even in England, the Clash. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, McDonald's, Yeah, but otherwise there were there were a few, but more in New York. But let me give you a, a, another detail. Uh-huh. Everybody was from a small area in North Queens. Right. Yeah. I was from there. Uh, well, Johnny Saunders, he was, I only mixed with him, but yeah. uh, the Ramones, Fred Smith, uh, Kiss, the Dolls, yep. Johnny Saunders, Sylvain, well, we all grew up uh, in neighboring high schools, and went to neighboring high schools. I went wow. to Flushing, Forest Hills, and Newtown. Uh-huh. That's, uh, so that was the breeding ground for punk. That was the home, yes, the borough of rock. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's true. I um, and Fred Smith, also Fred Smith from television. Yeah, Fred Smith, and um, yeah, um, a lot of a lot came out of Queens. Um, I, I mean, a lot of jazz came out of Queens too. On my neck of the woods, Lenny White came out of Laurelton. You know, Lenny from um, mm-hmm. Chick Corea and stuff. And and um, uh, my yeah, next door sure. neighbor in Queens was uh, Josh White, the folk guy. Mm-hmm. He, he actually was my next. Uh, he lived two or three doors down from me in, in Laurelton. So, yeah, a lot of stuff came out of Queens. And I guess um, CBGB's was the um, stomping ground. That's where everything kind of took place. Um, yeah, it was like a little, little clubhouse, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which was great. And uh, actually, Chris France is going to be on next week with me. So, uh, great. yeah, and um, Richard Lloyd's on this week, too, as well. But um, Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, another Jewish great. guy, that'll right? Be good, that'll be a good interview. That'll be going to be a really good interview. I guarantee you that. Yeah, yeah. Richard's a character. So, um, mm-hmm. so you guys just like ripped up New York. You um, um, got your albums out. Let's leave the dictators, and you kind of became a solo person. And most of your work was done behind the scenes. Did a lot of production work, a lot of writing. Let's get into that phase. Sure. And um, yeah. Want me, want me to just talk about it? You want yeah, to you, 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 you go. You go. Happen. Let me know how that happened. Please. Well, I was always, I was always interested in uh, how records were made. I was never happy with the first three, di- three dictator records on the sound. Yeah. So I figured I better, I better figure out how to do this. You know, how do I get the sound? You know, I have in my head how I, I write a song. I want it to sound the way I want it to sound. So I, I started uh, producing some local bands and. Uh, working in studios and eventually partnered in a studio, and um, you know, I, I you know I did my discography uh, a few years ago. It's on my website, right? And I have over two hundred record credits as uh, you know, singer, songwriter, yep. uh, songwriter, 
producer, engineer, bass player, you know. So I've been pretty busy, you know, over the years, you know. But, I'm, you know, um, I work with a lot of great bands, you know. zombie Jew He's really pissed At the unmarried fornicators The stem cell crusaders And the butthole invaders So the towers fell And the earth did quake just a little taste of his vengeance America, prepare for your fate Cause when the trumpets sound, you will astound Watch the rivers turn to blood The sinners cry, the dead will rise Judgment day has come Are you ready to rapture the Savior that you spurned? Loves you forever But the unbelievers must burn When the zombie Jew returns The Jewish zombie Had a virgin for a mommy He's so confused Life's a mess When you got two daddies And you think you're blessed So he died for your sins Get back for your brains Guilt trip until we're all insane your money, he reads your mind from his theme park in the sky. Are you ready to rapture? Our Savior has returned. He loves you forever, but the unbelievers must burn. When the zombie Jew returns. Dimitri, uh, even bands like Gotta Buy Voices and the Smithereens. Right. But, you know, I, you know, I'm more like, I'm not like the big hit maker. 
What did you do with Dion? He covered he covered a, a, my song "Stay with Me." Okay. Yep. 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 Okay. And um, so, so um, you know, I just I just you know I have a saying: every day you make music is a good day. And okay, I didn't make a million dollars in music music business, but I work constantly. I have a great time. I still you know yeah. just sold a song to a video game, you know, and the new Cream movie has. Uh, the closing credits is uh, one of my songs, and the first song of the movie is is a dictator song. So there's, you know, yeah, you know, make, you know, I'm working on a bunch of projects. So I'm, I'd rather do that, you know, and have one hit and disappear. Sure, sure. So, um, what what are you doing now exactly after? Um, once this pandemic thing is gone, if it's ever gone, um, what what are your plans? Anything on the road? Going to take the dictator? Well, 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 yeah, we're doing uh, we're doing a new Decatur record, yeah, and uh, we should have a uh, song out in hopefully when final stages. I'm doing guitar solos and some backups. Uh-huh. We're going to release one song first. I don't know, maybe we'll do a video for it or something like that. But it's uh, Ross. Actually, Ross had sent me guitar solos last night after I get off this interview. I'm uh-huh. listen to them. Okay. Once we've picked out the solos we like. You send it over at Edge Stadium, and he's going to mix it for me. Oh wow! And we'll, then we'll put it out right cool. away. You know, there's no release schedule anymore. Put up on Spotify and YouTube and Apple Music and everything. And uh, great, that'll be. And that's uh, uh, me, Albert, uh, Ross, and Scott. Um, I'm also I I, I, um, I just uh, finishing up a song with a friend of mine. He's a chef. He's a guy who used to play in bands when he was a kid. Okay. And when he, you know, then he, uh, he, you know, he opened restaurants and he's on TV and he's a friend of mine. And I wrote a song called Born Hungry. So he sang that. That sounds really good. Uh-huh. I'm mixing that. And I have another band called The Master Plan with, uh, uh, Keith String from the Flesh Tones. Yes. And, uh, he lives in Sweden. Oh. So we've been emailing. And we were talking about recording two songs at a studio in Pennsylvania when he can come here. Okay. You know, it's, it'll be a weird thing, but we, we, I think we got the two songs picked out. So we hope to do that. And, um, you know, um, I don't know, I don't expect to be playing. I know I don't even know it's a 2021. It might be late 2021 until you can do a real concert. Right. That's what I'm hearing, you know, what I'm getting. You okay. know, so I expect to hold up, you know, in yeah. my basement, making a and is uh, is is um, Manitoba doing anything with you or Manitoba? He, he's had I don't know if you know, people know, but he's had a few uh, legal problems, uh, financial problems. Yeah, I know he opened up a bar, right? And I don't, I don't want to get into it, uh-huh. but we needed when Ross came to me and he said, "Hey, let's start playing again." We both, we all, and me, Ross and Scott, we talked, say, we need a healthy, creative environment. And it was not going to happen okay. with Richard. And for a lot of reasons, and a lot of legal reasons, and money, you know, what he tried to do with our money, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's yeah. not a sad story, and I don't want to get into it. So that's, let's move on from there. Okay. Okay. So, um, are you going to find a, 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 a new mascot for the band or, um, <laughs> We're uh, talking about yeah. We're talking about uh, when we tour. 
getting somebody else to join in and guest guest uh, guest appearance. You know, I don't know how that's going to work. Uh-huh. We're talking about it. Cool. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you we know, really start, we got, no, we got to see. First, we got to put out music sure. that people like. Yeah. Well, and it, then it, they want to see lots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so okay. So you you pretty much set for twenty one. So what do you think's going on today? Are we going to get out of this uh, uh, like shit show that we're in the middle of? I don't think so. <laughs> if you uh, pay attention to what's going on in this country, you know people Scary. are wearing masks, Scary. And people are denying uh, reality, yep. and uh, you know giving out disinformation from the government. That's, yep. You know. Did you catch? Is, uh, did you, did you catch um, the uh, town hall last night? I saw some of it. Yeah, yeah. What I, a yeah, you know what a crock of crap, huh? To, yeah, I don't need to watch. I, you know, I, yeah. he, he's, you know, yeah. You know, if you don't think, look, I'm from New, I'm from New York City. Yep, I watched this guy my whole life. Me too. He's a bullshit artist. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I um, you could you could uh, I don't know. Can I can I curse on you? Are you yeah. on radio or what? Yeah, well, I, I you know, I'm, I'm just recording this now. We're not we're not live now, but um, I'll tell you something. I used to manage. Um, I was part of the management team at the Meadowlands. And uh, he used to hang out there a lot. And he was so full of crap then, it was incredible. And he just took it to a new level, you know? Just, well, uh, he uh, he got 18% of the vote Yeah. in the election, yep. you know, when he was president. In New York City. Yeah. Because we see, we know he's full of shit. It's people who see him on The Apprentice yep. and the religious, the, these religious, uh, you know, these uh, evangelical Christians who love him, yeah. you know, it's it's crazy. Yep, it's absolutely crazy. But you know, you know, I you know I know people who like them. Yeah, I do too. I you know I don't I, I I don't let it interfere in relationships. You know, right? Yeah, unless, yeah. Now you also somebody wants to come in my face. And you were also involved in the uh, biggest secular meeting too, right? Um, in uh, Minneapolis. Oh uh, no! In what? I mean the uh, secular? Uh, yeah. The rally? Yeah. That was Washington D.C. Right, okay. at the uh, Washington Monument. Yeah, right, I, was, right, okay. I, I performed that. It, yeah, the largest, uh, uh, basically, basically atheist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's great. I, I, you know, together. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much an atheist at this point too. And um, uh, can, tell us about that. How did that? How did that evolve? Evolve? That that was huge. It was monstrous. Yeah, well, I was, I'm, I'm a little connected in that world, and then I saw. There was talk of a rally, uh-huh. and they were getting all these. They had big artists, big like Bad Religion played, and uh, Penn and Teller, and Bill Maher, and uh, so, uh, you know, like so many people. It was, right. Yeah, there's a movie out there somewhere. Okay. Um, I got inkling, and I, I wrote an email to uh, this guy who was one of the organizers. And I said, "Hey, you want me to perform? You know, I'll be glad to do it." He said, yeah, we could use you. And, uh, you know, I was, I was like one of the first acts. I my picture in the Washington Post. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I got a nice photo on my wall of it. And it was, you know, just a great, great experience. Yeah. About 20 people on the Washington Wall where Martin Luther King gave his speech, you know. Right. I did a song. And we need more of that. We need, we need more. We need to separate um, religion from, uh, you know, the government and everything else at this point. It's just doing nobody any good. Yeah, actually, I have a... I don't know if you've seen, you see my uh, uh, video, Are You Ready to Rapture? Yep. 
Have you seen that video? Yes, I did. And I also saw Fuck Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, if, if people want to know what I'm doing, go to YouTube, go to my channel. You'll see well, I make these videos. They're kind of fun videos. Yeah. You know? you know, dictators, I was always, you know, tongue-in-cheek in the dictators, you know, trying to make, make have a, you know, have a good time. And I, I continue that as a solo artist. And uh, yep. I think my, I, enjoy, I like a lot of those videos. Yeah, I do too. Um, and also, it's um, it's your personality. It's just you know, it's you, and and that's what's great. It's just, right. You don't hide it, and, and it's great. You never hid it. You know, the dictators didn't hide anything. It was all out there in front of you, and um, you know, it's great to see you keeping that up. Together, get off the couch, dust off the gear. Screw the kids, get the calendar clear. We're gonna show them how to do it right. We're gonna do a little rocket tonight. Come on! Get the band back together We got a gig at the bar Where they still think that we're rock and roll stars The drum is drunk, the singer's ball I can't even remember the chords Yeah, yeah, we'll have a good time We'll do a few lines Yeah, yeah, yeah Forget the time that I So, um, any planning any more um, uh, Christmas songs this year? Uh, I have I have a Festivus song. Yeah. In fact, I was thinking of having the Dictators recorded for Festivus. Cool. Okay. That's good. Keeping it up. Cool. Well, that, that actually that's a, a possibility, actually. Uh huh. And um, yeah, yeah. So it's great. So, um, where can people, um, if anybody wants to order any of your stuff at this point, where do you suggest they go? Oh, uh, it's all through CD Baby. You go on Amazon. Okay. And I have uh, a few solo EPs. Or you go, you know, yeah. you go to Spotify. You know, it, you know but nobody's, I don't sell that many uh, EPs or CDs these days. Uh-huh. It's, it's everything on Spotify. Okay. But but there, there, there are still some, I still have a few, uh, you know, 
um, records left and stuff. So, yeah. Enjoy. So, CD Baby, huh? CD Baby or Amazon, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I saw you. You know, I listen to your stuff on Spotify. I have most of your catalog that you know I own, and um, a lot of Dictator stuff came, surfaced. Uh, I know there's some live stuff that that um, you know that found uh, um, you know release and um, uh, you know a lot of unreleased uh, uh, Dictators stuff that you spoke about already. But um, the Dictators live, the New York, uh, the ROIR piece is incredible. Great set. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really nice. Um, DFFD came out, and that, that's, I mean, anything you put out is really worth getting your hands on or listening to. Um, I've been having some trouble finding uh, the master plan stuff. Colossus. I'll tell you what. Yeah. If you want, send me, you know, we can talk. I'll send you work. I have some uh, extra uh, CD, so I'll send you that, no problem. Cool. I'd really appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. No, no big deal. Yeah. Uh, thank you. And um, also, I need something from you, too. If you, I need an autographed picture of you to put on my studio wall. I'll send you my info. Well, that, 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 that'll cost you. That's I'll okay. Twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's okay. Um, so uh, are you in touch with any of the old uh, punk guys, any of the old New York boys? Other than the guys well, you're working with, you know, any of the old... Well... Walter Lohr died. Yes. You know, I, I produced uh, his last record. And, yeah, uh, recently. The, Waldo, the, Waldo's, the first Waldo's record is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And uh, who else? Uh, gee. I know some... Well, I've seen Richard Lohr. I haven't seen Richard Lohr in a long time. I know he moved down to Kentucky. Yeah. But he... Uh, Chris France I haven't seen. Um, How about... Sylv- I know Sylvain is sick, right? Sylvain, yeah. I heard he had bladder cancer. Yeah. I just I haven't heard anything. I would, so I just hope he's well. You know, this is a bad thing when you get old. You know, yeah. old, you know, people are just getting sick and dying around you. I know, I know. Real. I, so I think it's almost every three weeks. I'm getting a. Uh, I'm hearing somebody got cancer or somebody died that I know. Yeah, yeah. So, makes me uh, very thankful for my uh, what I have in my life. There you go. Yeah, are you were you born in '55? Yes. Yeah, me too. I thought you, I thought we were the same age. Yeah, I don't feel that old, but uh, the guys around me are old. <laughs> you know, it's like I yeah. can't I can't believe they're that old. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, but I'm in the middle of it too, and um, yeah, me too. I'm thankful for you know, uh, I'm doing I'm doing relatively well, but you know, a lot of people are getting sick out there. Um, yeah, but um, so I mean, the whole obviously it's not going to be the same, but um, you're not in touch with any of the old guys anymore, then I guess. Well, I'm trying to think who 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 you would could be. Uh, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I know. Uh, like who are you referring to? Nobody in particular. Just you know, anybody out there that 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 you, that you may be doing something with in the future that uh, something may be brewing. No. 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 I just I I told you the projects I'm working on. Yeah. That yeah. Will keep me busy. Cool. Through the end of this year for sure. Okay. So um, um, we know what to look for. We know what's going on out there. And um, listen, I was wondering, can I reach out to you in a couple of, uh, like, towards the uh, midwinter, and we could do this again, catch up? You got it. I'll have a dictator. We'll have a dictator songs out by then. Yeah. Absolutely. So when do you plan on uh, having them done? Uh, well, we have four tracks. We're going to release them individually. And okay. the first release, uh, I hope, is it will be six weeks. We still have to do... Uh, 
finishes the guitar solos and mix it. So it okay. could be longer. Yeah. But uh, I'm, hopefully I'm shooting for six weeks. Okay. Now, also, you were doing a one-man show, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I uh, uh, What year was it? Two, around 2014, I played every Wednesday at the Lakeside Lounge, uh-huh. uh, Eric Gamble's Club. Okay. On Lower East Side. And I did almost, I did probably 40 Wednesdays, you know. Yeah. Small room, you know. I, didn't, I had uh, two people that played with me, and I, and I would fast hat and give the money uh, to them. And uh, I just sort of worked out songs, and, um, you know, it was, it was fun. And, you know. Yeah. And then I toured it. I did a little touring on the East Coast, up to Canada with it, you know, playing yeah. clubs. You know, where, well, where I would I would sing a song and I would tell a story. I tell yeah, yeah. about Joe Ramon, or I talk about how the dictators form. You know, yeah, just kind of casual stuff like like I'm talking to you right now. Yeah, and nothing was ever recorded from that. Yes, I have recordings of that. You do. That must be interesting. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I haven't listened to them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, they're doing a Willie Deville documentary. Uh, who's doing it? Um, uh, Crispin Seal from uh, the Uptown Horns. Oh really? Oh, Crispin's doing. Oh really? Yeah. Well, Willie Deville was a major talent, and yeah. he's ever mentioned, um, even though he came out of the CBGBs at that, that, that time right. because yeah. Yeah. He, his talent was it didn't fit in with you know yeah everybody else. The interesting thing is you know Blondie didn't sound like Talking Heads, right. didn't sound like Ramones, didn't sound like Mick Deville, right. didn't sound like Television, who didn't sound like Dictators. Everybody had a, a unique sound, right? Yeah, and really, had it was it was it was a it was a movement because it was a certain mentality about music mm-hmm. that 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 joined it together, right? And and Willie didn't have that, or did he? Or he uh, he he did, but he became I think he became more popular in Europe. Yes, and I'm just, my point is only my point is only that none of the band sounded like right? we were playing with. Yeah, at CBGB's at that era, right? Every band had its own unique sound. Yeah, 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 and um, yeah, he uh, you know, he was a great talent too. He just he kind of reminded me more of a, a kind of like in the Bruce Springsteen league kind of. It was he wasn't really punk. He was more kind of refined, you know. Yeah, but he had like this, uh, you know, R and D, Atlantic yeah. Records kind of sound, which was, you know, I, which I love, you know. Yeah, I yeah. Kinda, I know his first couple, of, his first drifters, drifters, you know, that yeah, you know, sounded a lot like you know, I, sounded a lot like Lou Reed in the beginning. I used to uh, kind of, he sounded like Lou in the beginning. He's better. He's a much better singer than yeah. Lou Reed. Yeah, yeah, just just the style, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, then he then he got into that uh, uh um. New Orleans, New Orleans sound towards the end. Yep. Yeah. Was, yeah. He was, he was a roots guy. He told roots guy. Yeah. Yeah. I love this version of Time Has Come. Uh, great version of the song. Yeah. But, you know, if you know, if you didn't do drugs, yeah. who knows what could have happened to him? You know. I know. I know. That, that, the I know that 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 destroyed so many careers. Just incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. Just incredible, and. Um, well, I'm glad uh, you're doing good. I'm glad you got a lot going on, a lot in the pot, and um, I'm looking forward to speaking to you in a, in, when when the new releases are out. 
Okay, Ellie. Okay, my Yeah, thank you, sir. And uh, I, I'd just like to thank you again for calling in. My pleasure. Okay, my friend. Have a great day and stay safe. Okay, you too. Okay, bye-bye. bye-bye.
Not Your Mother's Radio is listener-funded. If you wish to assist and help keep the station active, funds can be sent via PayPal to Elliot. Is. Not. Your. Mother. At. Gmail.com. Remember, there is only one L and one T in Elliot. Thank you for your assistance. It is appreciated. Do you or anyone you know struggle putting on their shoes? If so, check out Ziba Shoes, a totally new kind of hands-free sneaker that can be worn without bending down. Whether you have a bad back or a tough time bending over, Ziba Shoes can help you regain your independence. Join the over 100,000 plus satisfied customers who have tried our shoes and love them. No more struggling with your shoes. Learn more at ZebaShoes.com. That's Z-E-B-A Shoes.com. ZebaShoes.com. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Marquis. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Fly on the Wall. There are more great interviews to follow, so please list us as one of your favorites and be sure to follow. We are listener-funded. If you would like to assist our Venmo info is New Mexico DJ service. The PayPal info is New Mexico DJ service at gmail.com. Please remember to share our info. Thanking you all.